Warning, this video may contain vulgar language and adult content. If you are easily offended or are susceptible to events pertaining to death, gore, family troubles, or other potential threats, then know that viewer discretion is advised. Please be safe when viewing and stop the video if you need to. Safety is far more important to us than entertainment. So please enjoy your time here with us as we explore this fantasy world. So what are you going to do about the rest of us then? Like, I'm a sea hag, but a night hag. Alright, I'm going to do a link snap. And not cause trouble. This is trouble. I'm about to get bitch slapped by a half one. Grabs him, pulls out Moonshadow, and holds it to his neck. So you begin, you begin communicating. <laughs> the ground is eating a troll. I don't like this ground. Oh yeah, I just completely forgot it. So what do I need to roll? You can see Rex literally eating his dice. Yeah! Use that frying pan as a drying pan. Maybe a stab! You use your action to cast fly. Convey a message of what the fuck are you saying? Be quiet. I'm gonna tackle that troll and mullet to death. Hopefully. Oops. I'll observe. Got disadvantage on it. That's a two. You stab the one you were talking to. You hear, yes. Um, those that are looking back, all you hear is, no! You look at Ryder, nothing. You look at everyone else, turn back, he has a shovel. <laughs> So very normal, Ryder Hopkins. Rex Rivers here. I'm Zacharis, and I'm totally not afraid. The imaginary Felix. Jacqueline Ash River. Yeah. <laughs> and go for it. And I am Welcome back to Miss Roll Adventures, where the players make plans and horribly execute them. <laughs> Where we last left off was an interesting uh, excursion to the city of Zakara, involving a number of events that were taking place that were quite bizarre. Ryder talking to no one, everyone seeing faces coming out of a sandstorm. Uh, half of the group actually seeing faces coming out of the sandstorm. And both Zakaris and Jacqueline fell over unconscious due to the effects of their curse, the cursed word in the back of their minds. One being terrified by the sight of blood or pain, and the other with an interesting aspect to him. Could be nothing, but it is unknown. Before we get into the game, if you're ever interested, I highly suggest you take a look at RPG League at their landing page, in, or at their uh, website. Because it has all sorts of different reviews on other tabletop RPGs, not just like Dungeons and Dragons or Pathfinder. They've got it for White Wolf, Star Wars, things like that. So check them out at www.rpgleague.com. So that way you can keep up to date with other people as well as other product creators, because they have all sorts of stuff on top of their on the top of their website. So 
The group makes their travel to Zakara. At this point, you're several minutes out. The, bis the bustling wind of this Dijini desert is somewhat deteriorating the heat that you are undergoing. Though getting closer and closer to the city, the temperature seemed to have gotten less and less. At this point, you are about 300 feet in the air, five minutes away from the city's walls. What are all of you doing? Steering the boat. <laughs> well, right, but what are you doing to steer the boat? Are you stopping? Are you going into the city in the boat? No one has said anything. I don't know. We have no plan. That's why I was asking. No one has anything to Felix, so he's just going into the city. Should we just... Are we really going to... See, I thought we were going to stop, like, right next to it. That would be preferable. Probably isn't the smartest idea to bring a flying ship into a city that doesn't know who we are. You know? Are we assuming there's oh. anyone in the city? Yes, we are assuming that there is someone in the city. Being five minutes away, you can definitely tell that buildings are not disheveled. The castle itself seems to be well upkept. The walls don't seem to be battered, and you can actually see and hear the sounds of individuals inside the city bustling. Okay, where's the safest place to put this down? Anywhere outside the walls. <laughs> You're in a desert. Realistically, you could park it five feet above anywhere. I guess, uh... Or you could even land it in the sand, if that was what you decided to do. I say don't land it on the sand, Steve, hovering three feet. 300 feet? I 300 feet! Okay. What? Just five feet, five. No way. Anywhere. Where do you want me to put it down? We'll put outside it down wherever we want. We're gonna land outside the city. Somewhere on the side. Then we can just walk to the entrance of the city. I'm seeing there's I a park it right next outside. to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> That's what. I'm fine with but it. I'm just like, where are we? It's like. How far do you want to be away? They're going to see us. That's fine. <clears throat> no one has said how far they want away they want to be. Um. Wait, what? <laughs> no one wants you don't know why this is such a problem. Just land it somewhere. <laughs> I'm landing next to the wall. Okay. Next to the wall. We're good. Okay. Coming up, kind of slowly tilt it. Ask if anyone wanted anything different and no one said anything. Well, then you park it where you said. Alright. And it starts to lower. As it's starting to lower, you can definitely hear the sounds of some guard like individuals. Um. See inside, you can tell that this is heavily a marketing sort of field in this city. 
And the number of guards that are on the walls that are also approaching the walls themselves are roughly about 30 feet high. And there's people on top of the parapets in full suited chainmail or chain shirts. And they seem to be having crossbows aimed upwards towards you. There's about 10 of them. And exiting from the front gate, there seems to be about 25 to 30 different guards. Maybe don't touch us down and keep us a little bit above them so, you know, they can't climb up and hurt us. Oh, I was going to say, let me exit first. (laughs) That was my plan. (laughs) We have an embassy. We have a diplomat. Yeah, it it lowers till you're about 10 feet, feet, 5 feet. Jacqueline, you exit first? Yeah, I get off, I guess. <laughs> okay. Getting off, several of um, the guards don't point their weapons at you. They're mainly just staying put. One of them comes out. His uh, specific armor is actually a little bit more durable than chain shirt. It seems to probably have been scale mail, and there's red bits and pieces in the inner wi- in the inner wiring between the joints. Excuse oh yeah. Me. Also, mm-hmm. oh, go ahead. I was gonna say. Also, I have um, my my inherit the my special playing cards out. Mm-hmm. Not the not the knives. <laughs> yes. No. I know your inherited <laughs> deck of cards. Yeah. Yes. I know. <clears throat> Excuse me. What yeah. is your purpose here in the city of Zakara? This flying contraption is nothing that we've been acquainted with. This this flying flying contraption is but a a means of uh, travel. Uh, I have been out of this city, this city, for ten years, and it is nice to see that everything is still upkept, and I start to hold out the cards where it has the uh, the inscription on the back. Man takes a few steps forwards. I didn't know they were selling these ten years ago. Alright. I mean, clearly you've been here before. I would think so. This was my family's kingdom at one point. I'm not too sure what you're trying to talk about here. The These decks have been sold for quite a while. Uh, it's usually seen with kids. A lot of them end up losing them. I, I look at the back of my own cards. Is the inscription still there? Yeah, the inscription's still there. Okay. If you're not here to cause any harm, then I suggest that you at least keep your ship out of grubby little hands in case something does happen. You say it's just for travel, but I can clearly see those ballista hanging out on top. One must protect themselves from things. Sorry yeah. if this was intimidating. We we're just trying to make sure that no issues arise. You are just trying to protect your well-being, I understand. Alright, enjoy the city of Zakara for however long you decide to stay. Mm-hmm. Men, we're fine. Go back inside, get back to your duties. 
and a lot of them just start to march back into the city. Um, the ones that are on the parapets, you can actually see because you're a little bit below them, the, t the from the top of the boat to the bottom of the boat, there's still probably about a 10-foot gap between them being over you. They pull back their crossbows and start doing their rounds again on the parapets. The one in the reddish scale mail turns, gives a bow, and then walks back into the city. Okay. Uh, I guess I climb back up on the boat and say that we could probably enter, or at least I can. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Man, we're a lively bunch today, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly having trouble deciphering when it's silence and lag. Is it lagging on your end? Every now and then. Mm. Oh. Like when I was talking to Calvin on the boat and you sent like that message, I he just was complete nothing came through for me. Mm. Oh. So does everyone so, get but... off and go or I'm gonna stay on this ship. I'll keep watch. I'll stay with Rex. I'm I'm, I'm going. <laughs> I'm gonna go with her then. Get out too. Okay. So the four of you. I'm fucking terrified. Bina's gonna stay <laughs> up with Gwyn. Gwyn. Quen. 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 What the fuck is happening to Quinn. me? <laughs> <laughs> practice now different names in case she needs to go on the run. <laughs> My name is Quen Quen. Quen 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 Quen. Quen. Quen is staying up there with Bina, basically. Alright. <clears throat> so the four of you, mm -hmm. when you strut down, making your way towards the front of the gates, the gates themselves are rather expansive. There's a very large, about 30 foot wide, um, castle gate that seems to be metal barred up to the front and then you can also see alternative alternative um metal bars that go from left to right so there's the basic one that comes down and then two sides that interlock but they're obviously oh. open so oh, okay <laughs> and on the inside you can see a number of bustling members of the city there's varying races between tieflings and humans. Um, there's a number of elves and half-elves. Doesn't seem like there's any sort of prejudice against any of the other races. Everything seems to be kind of interlocked here. A lot of uh, mixed races as well as um, varying states of wealth. There are some that are poor, there are some that are medium off, and then there's some that are wealthy. Okay. They're just kind of all over the place. You make uh, perception checks as you walk. Where are you kind of going? Because right now you're at the base of it, and you can tell that um, going upwards is going to bring you to the more central location of the city. Uh, there's branching paths into different alleyways to the left and right. Mainland, this is like a big upward-scaled city, so everything is kind of upscaled. I'm going to just look at Jacqueline. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> the city has definitely changed somewhat, Jacqueline. At least the layout has. Um, newer buildings, 
new faces, new wares. A lot of marketing is a big thing that's now being prevalent to you, when before it wasn't necessarily the main development of the city. It's a lot more um, marketing and uh, good selling. Uh, I guess I'll just walk in the direction of the center, wherever the castle is, I guess, and see if I can... Well, the castle's sitting at the top. It's sitting at the top of this, so... Making your way in that general direction, you would be heading towards the center of the city. Going and making your way upwards. Anyone can make a perception check if they so desire. I did, I... Well, I did, it doesn't matter. Uh, it was that low. Six. Yeah. Felix? Work on it. What does a 10 get me? 7. Uh, man, Sakaris? Oh, uh, I stayed at the boat. Oh, you stayed at the boat? Yeah, he stayed at the boat. Oh, so there's only I'm three. There's only three. I thought that Zakaris was going with you. Okay. Technically, there's three of us, four of us. <laughs> yes. No. Oh. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> um, so the f- the three of you, three, four of you, three and a half, um, <laughs> you're keeping, it's very overwhelming, the city. There are people of extreme excitement and energy that are, ex- like, just trying to oversell their product and get out the name of it. Some of them are overstepping some boundaries of costs and promising massive wish-granting items, the like. But you can also tell that a lot of kids seem to be playing with these decks of cards. And Jacqueline, you rolled well enough to notice that those cards are relatively similar to yours. But I can't notice if they have the uh, inscription on the back of them? Well, you got to get closer to kind of look at them. They're playing with them, so that means that the cards are kind of like face down. If you got up and inspected them, then you could probably ascertain whether or not they look like yours. Um, can I walk, so like walk over to one of the groups of children mm-hmm. and ask if I can see their deck of cards? Sure. How do you ask? Just give me your cards, punk. I just <laughs> go up and just ask. You know what they're doing, and may I see, you know, politely. Okay. Uh, make a persuasion check. Okay. That's a natural one. Natural one. Um, because I use the brown dice, because of course. Dice for the brown note. As you kind of approach and you lean in to ask, one of the kids just kind of like looks up at you. You don't know about this game? It's, it's, it's pretty common. It seems kind of like you're dumb if you don't know this game. <laughs> and the other one just kind of like sticks out his nose and blows um, a raspberry in your general direction. But being this close, you can see the cards anyways. <laughs> um, and you can see that the inscription, there is an inscription, but it's off. It looks almost more printed, while yours are actually like inscribed and indented into your cards. Hmm. 
Can I um, walk around maybe and kind of look for maybe a place that might be selling these? Um, sure. Uh, make a investigation check. Is anyone else doing anything while Jacqueline's kind of inspecting these kids' cards and then looking around for anything? Um, you can also help with that, or you can just do your own thing. I mean, I guess that's what I would do. Okay. I'm sleeping. Oh, fucking like natural 20 on investigation. <laughs> oh. I'm, uh, I'm just gonna head on, like, it's been a while, I'm gonna go grab some food. Please stay with us. Uh, not really. Don't want to. Don't worry. I won't cause problems. I'm just gonna go eat food. I don't trust you in the slightest to well, not cause problems. If you want, you can come with me. All I'm going to do is get food. Felix, don't. <laughs> Please. Are we really gonna just let him walk around just, like that? I just go walk. And look for a restaurant. Given given the surroundings, if he did cause problems, he would be dead before we even had a chance to care. So let him be. Fair point. <laughs> Alright. So with your investigation. Of you, natural twenty. You instantly notice in some of the alleyways there's kids coming out with um toys, like some of their uh small little airplane like devices and Others seem to be, like, vehicles, like carts and such. Um, a few dolls here and there, and they kind of play with them. After a little bit, some of them seem to be damaged. They run back into the alleyway, and then you start to see a pattern where they come back out with the same toy, except that's fixed. So you start heading in that general direction, and you can see this small shack. It's near the main road, but off to the side, and... It seems to have a um, somewhat elderly woman behind it. She's an elderly elvish individual. Mm. And she's what looks to be like she's repairing these toys. And some kids are coming by. She rummages through what looks to be a fairly well-made woven basket. And pulls out some toys. Sometimes they're a deck of cards that you've seen the kids with. And they go off and play with them. I would not recognize this individual. You do not recognize this individual. <clears throat> uh, I'll, I guess I'll approach the shack. Okay. Am I in the shack right now? It's not like you're going inside of it. It's more like a stand, like a uh, like a windowsill where someone would rest pies. Oh, okay. The building itself looks fair it's not amazing the wood itself has some blemishes some cracks and such in the different pieces but um it looks livable and somewhat comfortable if um living in it alone you can't see beyond what's beyond there so you wouldn't know what the interior is like but based on the exterior you can kind of assume the interior is in similar um st stature okay um i'll go up to the stand the counter whatever serves as that and just, hello. Oh, hello. Are you looking for anything specific? Uh, I'm wondering. that you're asking for? Not particularly. But I've, uh... Do you know of... And I, um... 
I just kind of keep a grasp on them, but kind of like put the card, the cards that I have in uh, in her line of sight. I kind of like look around a little bit. To is there anyone around besides Felix? Um, there's a bunch of kids, but they don't seem to be paying any attention to you. All right, I just go. Do you know anything about the the Ash River tieflings of Zakara? Well, of course. They once lived and helped rule over the city. A lot of individuals gave high regards to them, myself included, but unfortunately they were slain in an attack by a roving group of orcs took the lives of all involved. Would you believe me if I told you that one survived? I would greatly adore that fantasy, but it is that but a fantasy. What if I told you that you're talking to by the name of Jacqueline Ashriver? Kind of see her elderly eyes slightly open. She's very old for this <laughs> individual. Extremely old. And as you kind of like say that, oh, I'm sorry, but that would be impossible. I would have to ask for some sort of proof, but I know that that proof does not exist. There's no way to prove such an act. There was an engraved set of cards that each Ash River ruling tiefling was given with an actual engraving that I see a lot of replicas of. As what if I told you? Her, her mouth is kind of like opening wide in a gap. And what I have here is the real thing. Can I see it? I need... You can kind of see her hands are like trembling, reaching forwards. I did what I could to replicate in my own representation of it, but I didn't want... I did not ever lay eyes on one. But if this is truly what you're saying, and there's an engraved inscription, then you would have to be someone that's heir, at the very least, to the Ash River family. Born and raised in that castle. Jacqueline Ash River, at your service. J Jacqueline, you, you are alive. I... She kind of like looks at the cards, gives them a brief like look down. I can't believe it. I... I can't. How did you survive? We all thought that the Ashriver fa family was slain. I fled. My father pushed me and my guide to... For him, my guide... 
I have never seen him again. He most likely took... protected me with his life. I have spent the last ten years growing, learning new things, and honestly thinking the same as you, that I was the last one left. But I have returned. city's been through hell and only recently in the coming of maybe two years have we been able to financially stay stable there's there's grown resentment for your family and there's been no ruling party that's gone over it there's a number of men and women who ahead of the marketing group and as a result they've been emplaced in a state of power not overruling not giving out rules but just keeping the city under stable and those who are deep believers of them have grown bitter very bitter on the ash river family seeing them as frail when they were all slain there was always rumor that someone might have survived but as the years grew on more and more people began to began began to drive away from it because then it only felt like abandonment so many people in this city might feel resentment towards you and even despise whether or not you are an Ash River member. I highly, highly recommend that you keep this, you keep this locked somewhere until you're able to reveal it. I, I, I will observe. That's all I will do. You know. I, I, I do. And I did not mean any harm by by replicating the, the, the deck. It was mainly to keep the lineage known and to have it be embedded into a newer generation to keep the memory going. You did it out of respect. It was, and I don't know what to say or do, but I know that um, the uh, 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 the the cleric of Ayun he he still manages over the documentation that was trying to be preserved from the the castle's destruction in the raid. If you spoke to him, maybe he would be able to guide you throughout the castle, because many of the gods are not going to see you as Lady of the Ash River family. They, they don't know the gods' lineage. Many of those who stayed departed on their own after surviving or were, or were killed beforehand. 
I have already met with met with that. Where would I find this cleric? He's he's uh, the keeper of relics in the main institute's library. If you head directly next to the your old home, the castle, there's a newly built home for these uh, relics to reside. It's a large, slightly tan masoned building and it's it's um it's very very lovely to look at but a, a lot of individuals tend to stay away from it so it'll stand out amongst those who travel do i have to do must i do something special to get in no no that's the worst part that's why a lot of i guess people don't just go there for their own choice you don't need to do anything you can walk in through the front door and he's he's been there for a long time so um he knows a lot about your legacy and maybe possibly he he he's read on it and he he should know what the cards mean thank you it's You've been of much help i'm glad that i could do something to aid you lady ash river this city still you are still heir to your rightful place just the citizens may have forgotten it and i will not take my rightful place by force i will do what i can to take it by right but i will not force it on, upon anybody i will now go find this cleric felix you've been here this entire time <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just making sure no one's listening other than Oh yeah, no, there's no there's a kid who there's a kid who peeks up and just kind of very gingerly puts down a doll and in the middle of the conversation this elderly woman has taken it, kind of stitched up the broken seams and um portions of the doll and has handed it back to the child completely completely fixed and everything. <laughs> My... Well, I was going to say, if that happened, I want to make sure I have it. Because I have a lot of cantrips. Oh. I can't keep them all straight. Okay. Yeah, you could probably fix up a few of the things for her and things like that. I don't that. think I have mending. Oh, well, that sucks. <laughs> um, I have spare the dying. I spare the tall of the dying. <laughs> Child comes up, puts down the doll. I will spare this doll's life. <laughs> I have Mendy. Um, yeah, well, you're no help right now. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Mr. Two-Faced Murderer who doesn't want to be around anyone in the party. Anyways, so she turns to you. If there's anything that you need... I go by Madame Anjou. <clears throat> it's not my Madame. birth name, but it's something that the kids call me by because it's easier to remember. Very well. Thank you, Madame. You've been quite a big help. Continue what you're doing. You seem to be—you seem to make these children's lives a little bit happier. It's something that I enjoy to do. So thank you. It's been an honor to even meet someone, especially someone like yourself 
Thank you. So we'll go over to Ryder, who is <laughs> searching for food for him and uh, his his party member. So, where are you going? <laughs> I'm going to go where my nose leads me. If I smell something good, I'm going to go eat it. Define, <laughs> define smells good. like Not like sand. Yeah, there you go. Like, smell of warm food, anything. The first thing that comes... Alright, give me a second. <laughs> the town's specialty. <laughs> okay. Heading up, keeping a good whiff about you, you smell a number of things. You smell a fresh bakery. There seems to be... Sand. A, a, <laughs> there seems to be a man who has an extremely overly uh, tall white cap that goes upwards into this and comes to a plume of a mushroom. But um, you can see what he's doing is he's pouring on top of what looks to be like these swirl-like baking pastries, this brown sugary kind of substance and just starts to pour it on top of these swirl-like bake or uh, baked pastries. It's making cinnamon rolls. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yes, he's making cinnamon rolls. <laughs> um, you can also see there's another scent that kind of comes to your, your nostril, and it's something that's not food related but it's something very elegant like grassy almost something very obscure in comparison to the remainder of the city comparing it to the sand it literally smells of grass because we live in a desert <laughs> it smells elegant. it smells like freshly made dew on on, on green <laughs> It smells like freshly blue voltage Mountain Dew or something. No, it's um. You can see a perfume building. It's a very large, luxurious building sitting across from the Cinnabon building, which is more like a stand. Cinnabon TM. Restricted. And. That's all you really see. You haven't noticed like a main restaurant or anything, but there's a lot of just stands with foods. Um, main buildings are pretty hard to come by. A lot of them are just stands themselves. Apart from this um, luxurious perfume building, there's not a whole lot of just walk-in buildings. Okay. So the first thing... Oh man, this is going to be totally weird, but I, I'm going to go to the perfume place. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh, approaching the perfumes place. Gonna buy some perfume for your friend there. When you're approaching it, this overwhelming scent of like several different smells kind of hit you, these aromas. There's some of burning coals, tree leaves, autumn dew, and ocean sea air. Approaching it, you can see in bright red lining across pink wood, it says De La Perfume, with a little accent over the U. La Fume. At least it's not enchanting. Devon! Devon! No, Devon. this is definitely a pink wooden building with red lining in several of the seams between wood. It's a D&D &D version of Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> I walk one. in. Walking in, you can see there's a fairly large um, 
supply of what looks to be these perfume bottles. Inside, there's a number of people, some of them being civilians, being asked uh, or asking questions about some of these scents, some getting these slight little dabs of scent. Um, there's a number of different workers. Um, Ryder now also is blind, deaf, and doesn't feel the sense of touch. Um, and is also now just dead. There you go. What? He dabbed, on, he dabbed on screen. Wait, wait, what just happened? <laughs> he, he dabbed on screen. So no. I saw, <laughs> I, I saw him. I saw him for like the briefest second in super slow-mo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna make a joke of like, and behind the counter you see a big bearded bulbous man. <laughs> it's, it's the Lord Lord. No. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. Um, behind the counter there's a pretty young man. He's got uh, bright yellow hair and it's kind of curled upwards on the sides but leads into like a pompadour-esque kind of front. Oh, like, like the guy from Your Destinies. I don't. The lead, the fume, the flu, perfume guy, in like the second case. Is there seriously? Wait, no, <laughs> you're talking of you, you, you said Phoenix, Phoenix right? right? Your Destinies. Oh, for some reason I was thinking of you talking about Yu-Gi-Oh. It's like, Dude, oh no, <laughs> my bad, my um, bad. That guy doesn't have a pompadour. Okay, but okay, when I, when you said blonde, I was like. Yeah, he's Thought definitely him. blonde, but he's he's also small, pretty thin-looking, pretty young as well. Looks to be <laughs> like a part-time worker with a pompadour for hair. Okay. But yeah, there's Excuse a lot of people me. in here. Oh. Um, yes? Oh my um, god. I'm, I'm new around here, but can you give me a recommendation on perfume? Well, we do have... Uh, the dew, as some like to call it, it's the main, it's the main branch. Otherwise, we do have burning fresh coal. It's one over there. You can see that young gentleman's being prepared. Can I try a sample of the dew? If you would come. You wish to do the do? <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> if you approach, I can do this do for you in due right. time. And then I, uh, I, I come up to him and I'm like, right here, and I point. You point to the. Nothing. You point yeah, to no one there. Point... Right here, if you could just spray some right there. Well, we don't have spray, but I can flick it. Just kind of clatters okay. on the ground. Yeah, I take a smell of it. <laughs> the residue smells smells pretty good. <laughs> it smells, and you said that was the the autumn dew. Yeah. Yeah. It smells kind of like fresh, crisp um, trees when you first enter in a into a luscious forest with like um like an orchard almost. So like so mud and earthworms. Like <laughs> mud and earthworms. It smells like a like an orchard of like apple trees. <laughs> I'm just gonna you just I'm just gonna say, hmm? Oh you do. How much? It That's that 
for, for the smallest bottle, that's going to run you approximately 75 gold pieces. For the one that's going to last you a lot longer, that's going to take probably about 225 gold pieces. Man, perfume is expensive. I'll take the small bottle. 75 gold pieces if you'd be so kind. I hand him 5 platinum and 5 gold. That is only 55. Oh, how much is platinum Se worth? 10 a piece. Yeah, that's you said so. Five said, platinum and five I said gold. Seven platinum. I thought I said se you no. Said I said seven five. platinum and five gold. Okay, well you did. You say, said five and five. You did say five and five. Oh, okay, seven platinum and five gold. Okay, thank you very much. I thank hope you. you. Enjoy and I... the dew. And then. It is our main yeah. product. Oh, thank you. We appreciate it. And then I walk out. Okay. <laughs> We're looking for food. Found some autumn dew perfume. Now, first, now I'm gonna go get some Cinnabons. <laughs> <laughs> Those run about like five copper a piece. Nice. It's just nice okay. food. Um, for for a piece, let me think. <laughs> fuck. Ah, oh, fuck. Hmm. I need. I need some math. How many are you buying? <laughs> Because I can no, tell you how much it'll be in several yeah, different instances. Yeah, 20. 20? Yeah. 12? Okay, yeah. well that would be, you know... <laughs> Jesus, that would be 100 copper, so that's... 1 gold? Okay, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. And then I'm... Going to go find a place... And eat them. Eat them. <laughs> sit down and eat 20 fucking cinnamon rolls. No, no, I have a plan with them. I have a plan with them. Oh, you're going to throw 10 at your friend? <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> no. What are you going to do? You still eat uh, half of like cinnamon like he's, throwing... he's just going to daintily hand 10 to his friend and just drop it on the ground. Alright, <laughs> so... I'll We're leave... gonna he's gonna come back. He's gonna be the lard lord. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna leave you to that because we're okay. gonna cut back over to those of the ship. Are you guys doing anything? Sleeping. Uh, I'm recovering from my night shift, so I'm sleeping still. Still napping. Okay. Go for you doing anything? Um. Um. Nothing in particular. Oh, drinking. We're gonna skip right along then, going over to Jacqueline and Felix. So, Fuck you, Zacharis. He, I saw him <laughs> shake his head. He shook his head. Oh, oh God. <laughs> You're just standing still on top of the decks, just looking out. Staring outwards. I'm gonna, I assume he's hiding in a corner. <laughs> but um, Jacqueline and Felix, so making your way towards the destination you would know that you would be going across the main street so that's the fastest route obviously with the less the least amount of distractions you, after about five minutes you start heading upwards and you can see <laughs> um you can see that oh that's what that was you were sending me how much money you spent yeah so you can okay. do it later I see. Gotcha. I was like, why did you send that to me? Because you don't have it in front of you. Duh. Okay. Um, Jacqueline and Felix, because this is a spectacle, 
you can see Ryder sitting down. What have you done with all these cinnamon rolls? Well, one, I'm eating one by myself. Okay. And then I was going to go back to the ship. That was it. <laughs> if you want to know exactly what was happening, I would have to play it out. Well, you're just carrying 19 cinnamon rolls back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Jacqueline I like to steal and Felix, well. <laughs> you can see Ryder walking back with 19 what looked to be delectable and delicious uh, cinnamon rolls with freshly poured on new cinnamon powdery kind of uh, liquid on top. Man, you should see the shop clerk. He just gave me the biggest eyes ever. <laughs> Make a mental note of having to go get those and ignore why he bought 20. <laughs> uh, walking by, you can definitely see the stand that's there. They have a slight, um, uh, a small, like, little wooden shop that says, uh, prepared in one hour. It has several different, uh, numbers that they can put on the front of it and just pull them back. It looks like a rotisserie kind of number. But, uh, it says, prepare one hour. And there's mm. no person standing there. But you can still smell the cinnamon rolls from that general direction. I have to go there later. But for now, <laughs> we uh, keep business. walking forward. Important <laughs> yeah. business. Okay. Um, Ryder, you make your, you're making your way back to the ship. You would definitely make it before Jacqueline and Felix, because they have a bit of a ways to get to the castle's top. So, well, to get to the castle itself. So, making your way back, 19 cinnamon rolls in hand. Um, those who are awake on the ship, uh, you can see him exit the very massive gate, carrying an extreme amount of pastries. I think the word you're looking for is exuberant. Exuberant <laughs> amount of pastries. <laughs> so that would be uh, Felix and... Or not Felix, um, Zacharis and... Go for, because Rex is sleeping. Uh-huh. I bet you they're poisoned. Go <laughs> <laughs> for my butt. Quick, go for also be sleeping because he's on night shift. I mean, that, you didn't say that. You didn't say it was sleeping. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't really. I didn't really say I was doing anything. <laughs> yeah, I should also mention it's like probably about like two in the afternoon. It's go not, to sleep. It's not like late, but it's not early either. Okay. Um, if you stay uh, up for like another good like five hours, you're gonna be exhausted. Yeah. Uh, uh, can we just assume that I was sleeping? <laughs> <laughs> we'll assume that you fell asleep, not that you fell yeah, okay. asleep, but that you fell okay, asleep. Okay. So right. just at the wheel, you can see Gopher's face just completely embedded in between <laughs> several of the posts, like two pegs on it. He's just dangling there, just. Looks uncomfortable. But wait, I was the one who was driving. Well, Gopher has chose to... Yeah, yeah, but Gopher wanted to hang out by the by the wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. he really I did. I did say that, though. <laughs> I, I didn't hear that. I also didn't hear that. I was just making But that was in the last episode, though. <laughs> Whatever, you're sleeping Maybe. and you look uncomfortable yeah. as heck and Zakaris can't do anything about it. 20 yeah. cinnamon rolls, go! 20. Uh, 19, 19 cinnamon rolls. 19, 19. Yeah. I ate one, come on. <laughs> so... 19 cinnamon rolls, go! You're standing at the base of the ship with the ladder down. <laughs> it is five feet off the ground. Yes. Hmm. Did, 19 cinnamon rolls in hand. I'm gonna put it down quick. Cast fly I... on with my dos loot. Okay. 
crab against the walls, and I'm gonna stick out my hand. And then I'm gonna go up. <laughs> You're gonna share a hand with someone. <laughs> so now you have. Now you're flying with 19 sandy cinnamon rolls. Way to go. Not necessarily fully sandy. It's hard to tell because of the cinnamon. They kind of look the same when they're encrusted. <laughs> wait, no, I, wait, no, I thought they. I, I thought they put it in a bag. They're they in like not? a small basket, sure, but putting them on the ground, it's still a. It's still a basket. There's no such I mean, thing yeah. as like a plastic bag. <laughs> I mean, this, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna hold, it one hand, hold them all in one hand so I can carry it. Uh, you know, just throw in the bag. <laughs> just throw in the bag? Okay. I mean, I'm surprised you didn't do that to begin with. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, because I thought there would be a uh, paper bag. <laughs> a paper yes. bag. They've got paper bags. Paper, um, uh, in land. They got fucking filament bags. <laughs> they got linen bags. Um, no. So basically, you cast fly, hold out your hand. You take the hand, and you start to fly up. You land on top. You can <laughs> Zakaris. Why can't you guys? Zakaris, you see uh, Ryder lift off the ground, arm outstretched, hand clasped, and floats down. Let's go. Do you go into your bag and pull out the cinnamon buns immediately? No, I'm going to... First, I'm going to walk below deck. Okay, just walk right past Zakaris. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sweating like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Going downstairs, you can see... Yes, you um, friend has replaced you. You can see... With uh, an imaginary friend. You can see Rex is there, sleeping in a hammock. You would have also seen Gopher head strung onto the, um, the, the wheel. The wheel. Okay, I'm gonna go. So I'm below deck now, right? Yes. You okay. see Rex. I go to the, I go to the door in the back where mm -hmm. the girls are. I did not can be like, it's Ryder. You don't have to say anything, but I just take out some cinnamon buns, and I take it out. <laughs> I uh, I don't know where to put these. <laughs> How about saying, I have food? I have food. <laughs> I know it's not much, but I thought maybe you, you girls would like some. How many are you giving them? Just one each? Uh, depending on how much they want. <laughs> so, no, I'll, I'll do two each. Two each, two, okay. Yeah. So you got 13 cinnamon rolls hey, sitting inside one, your bag of holding. Yes. So you got 13 rolls sitting inside your bag of holding. Or... Wait, wait. 15. 15, yeah, sorry. And, um, you knock, just, you start to say these words. Bina opens the door, looks. Those do smell really delicious, honestly. You can smell them underneath the door. Th thank you. It's not much for me making up what I did, but I'll try. So I hand it to her and I just <laughs> walk away. Yeah, there's no say in that response. Yeah. So you hand them the 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 cinnamon rolls, they slam the door closed again. Alright. And then That's it. I'll head off the ship again. <laughs> Where are you going now? I'll actually I'll look for a shop. Like let's do a magic shop. You can try. Yeah. You roll I'll... an investigation check. While we go over to... Uh, Zakaris, do you do anything when you see 
writer literally get on, walk downstairs, and then get off. After he goes downstairs, I run up and I hide behind Gopher. <laughs> okay. Gopher would be like, bro, what's up? Yeah, isn't Gopher Wait. asleep? Or... Gopher. Yeah, I'm yeah, Start shaking him. Gopher! Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, what? He's here. Ooh. Oh. Ryder. Oh. <laughs> Ryder. Oh. Ryder. And I'm off the ship. <laughs> Coming up the stairs, <laughs> making back. no remark to either of you. He just floats off the ship, still having fly cast on him. <laughs> Ryder, you piece of shit, get back here. <laughs> Do you go after him? Nah, no. I, 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 I say that as, like, I, I hold my hand out in the sky. <laughs> oh, yeah, keep my hand also. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then do the two of you just stay on the ship then? Um, what, what did he come out? What did he come back on the ship for? I don't know. He didn't uh, tell me. What the f? Um, why is he flying now? I. I could he before? I don't remember. It's terrifying. I mean, I don't know if he could do it on purpose before, but... <laughs> <laughs> he has definitely flown in front of Gopher before. Yeah, you have seen so him fly a few times. A yeah. A number of times. But not on purpose. <laughs> You've seen him fly on purpose. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just woke up. You're a little groggy, both from the... Uh, um, uh, cognac yeah. and the and the waking up. All right. Uh, well, in the uncomfortable sleeping position. <laughs> Blood flow is just now sort of going into your head. All right. Um. Did he? <laughs> is Rex still here? Uh, I think I think he's downstairs. I, I don't know. I haven't checked. You guys want to go to the city? Sure. Let's go wake up, Rex. We're gonna we're gonna wake up, Rex. Fuck this, dude. We got to leave the boat completely unmanned. No, no, Vina and Quinn are here. Um, <laughs> the people, the people, were, people were trying to. No idea if anyone gets on the boat. So, 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 you going downstairs to wake up, Rex, or are you just leaving without Rex? Um, let's wake Rex. I just couldn't. I just didn't know what you said before. I couldn't. Oh, I, heard, exactly. I heard something with Rex. I couldn't tell if you were. Waiting yeah, we're up. gonna go wake up, Rex. Yes. <laughs> Rex, wake up! Rex. I kind of, I, I kind of kick him. I kick him a little bit. Like, hey, hey, Rex, wake up! Oh, uh, stop kicking me. Okay, what do you guys want? We're, we're gonna go in the city. Are you gonna, you gonna stay on the ship or? Oh, if we're in the city. Where's everybody else? In the city. In the city. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll stay the ship. Okay. Yeah, you, look you look tired, brother. Get 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 some beauty sleep. You'll yeah, man, you stay here. You look tired. Sorry for waking up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you, you need to wake up. Hey, hey, man. Hey, I, I mean, you never know. You could have wanted to go into the city. You, you guys can go ahead and enjoy yourself. All right. Well, I will. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know what's going on, but make sure uh, you hold his hand. Yeah, hold I that. grab his hand. <laughs> oh, yeah. We get off the ship together. Yes! 
He's piggyback. I'm piggyback riding him while he climbs down the ladder. Is this yet another session where we will break Tyler before it ends? No. So <laughs> you guys start making your way into the city, following after Ryder because he's not very far ahead of you. Uh-huh. Now we go over to Jacqueline and Felix. The two of you. <clears throat> um, as you are approaching this portion of the city, you can tell there's a lot less civilian travel. It's a lot more guard patrol, a lot more um, heavy ordinance sort of deal. And the wide gaps will be between the city, like alleyways, have started to lessen as you get more and more up to the seat, up to the top of this. Until you get to the point where you stand directly in front of the gates to the Ash River family abode. To the left of it, there seems to be a number of steps that are made of slight masonry that go down to a fairly large extended building. Not tall, but extended. And that building seems to have very fine glasswork in certain portions of it, as well as a large bell that rings at the top of it. And it's very ornate in its design. Do we see anything that fits the description of the library, whatever? Yes, this definitely looks like the description that uh, Madam Anju gave you. Wait, the fancy building? Yes. Okay. Uh, we walk over there. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> So yeah, making your way to it, you walk up to the front doors, just open them up, head inside. Um, knock, wait for a response, I guess, maybe. See you if knock. anyone's in there. You, when you knock, you can kind of hear it echo slightly on the inside, but doesn't seem to... Alright, walk in. Okay. Yeah, Going inside, go. you can tell that this building gets a lot less travel. The door slides open with ease. There's no squeaks to it. There's no. There's little to no scuff marks on the ground, even though that the door itself is clearly on the ground. Interior-wise, this building looks very similar to how it does on the exterior. There's masonry kind of tables as well as nice um, stools that are set up with tons of different books labeled out. Though there's no one sitting at any of those tables. In the far back corner of it, there's a walled-off area that has um, chain-linked fence that go down the front of it. Um, a large chain wrapped from left to right, and what looks to be a lock completely embedded into the front of it. The room itself, extents-wise, is approximately about 100 feet length, and wide it's about 45 feet. Hmm. There's rows of different books on the left and right sides against the walls. And that's what you can see from your immediate entry. And there's no one else in here that we can see? Um, no, not on first glance. Okay. 
Uh, I will start to walk over by the chain link, whatever, that okay. looks like it's trying to contain fucking Cerberus. Um, <laughs> what was the cleric's name? Uh, cleric. Uh, you did not get the cleric's name. Well, Madam Andrew said cleric something. Cleric of Ayun. Ah. Oh. I just... The god. Huh? Hmm? The god. Ayunod. Okay. I just kind of yell out, I'm... I'm told that the cleric of Ayun is here. May I speak to him? Off around like a corner, you, you can tell that because um, there's bookcases in front of this portion. It's kind of like a bookcase, bookcase, and then open area with bookcases on the walls. So it's very limited book shelving here. Uh, around one of the sides, there's a face that just kind of pops up, and he's rather thin, not very bolstered, and immediately you can tell that this is not a human ent entity. This person is somewhat um, somewhat uh, blue. He has blue skin and um, when he kind of like peeks his head out you can see two little small antenna are poked out right here and there's slight gills that flap up to the sides. Fishman. Okay. Hello. Hi. Hi. You're looking uh, for the, I was the... I was told uh, <clears throat> by a Madam Andrew that the clerk of Ayun resides in this library mm. that no one goes to, apparently. Well, you're right that nobody goes to it. Uh, the cleric, I'm not too sure about. He's, uh, he's an odd one. Uh, why do you, uh, why are you looking for him? Um, <clears throat> I'm here to ask about, ask about his knowledge over, um, the past rulers of uh, this city. Oh, um, well, I've come here pretty often. I'm not the cleric, but if you're asking any questions about the Astroverse, then by all means, let me know. I, I've I've read these books front and back. Um, <clears throat> at that moment, <laughs> she I, she has, um ascertain that he's trustworthy at least somewhat. She just pulls out her cards, holds them out <laughs> without saying anything else. But, <laughs> hmm, yeah, um, Madam Anju likes to uh, give those out to children so they can play in the streets uh, off the She looks street. him dead in the eyes and says, these are different. Kind of takes a few steps forward. When he steps out, you can see he's got webbed hands, webbed feet. He comes like, <gasps> clopping up forwards. Uh, oh. 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 Wait. 
these? Did you make these yourself? <laughs> There's no making. Felix is just kind of like he's, he's just got his head in his hand that we're just trusting everyone suddenly we talk to. Look, you can murder whoever you trust. We've we've seen that this session. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> You must be someone of the Ash River family. Direct descendant. Alright. My apologies for lying to you, but I am in fact the cleric of I to Ayun. Um a lot of times people have been ridiculing me for keeping these precious um, relics of the past from the Ash River family. It, history is a big thing, and I refuse to just allow knowledge like that to just disappear. So, keeping up to it, mm -hmm. I've been faced with a lot of ridicule, so I don't tend to give out who I am initially to a lot of people. So, my apologies for lying to you, but if there's anything that you need, I will be of as much aid as possible. What can I do for you? I want to know the current... Well, Madam Andrew, I talked to her earlier, and believe me, she gave the, the same reaction. <laughs> well, but she said that you might be able to show me around the castle. I would like to see it. I can. See what's happened there. I've been given access by the... Um at least at the time, the city guards who uh, were favoring the Ash River family, they granted me access to preserve as much as I could. So I can easily get full access back into the castle. With you, your friends, you yourself, that's up to you. My name is Undine Aqua. Nice to meet you. Undine. Oh, subtle Undertale reference. That's, that's Undyne, by the way. Well, whatever. Still fish. <laughs> still fish person. Same way. <laughs> still fish person named something similar. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um. So, <clears throat> when do you do? Do you want to go now or uh, um? I look over to Felix. I don't know anymore. Because <laughs> um, I will tell you, it's going to be a shock. Hmm. Well, I'm going regardless. Felix, do you wish to accompany? I mean, I'm coming with. <laughs> We're going somewhere. But you're surrounded by books on all sides. <laughs> but they aren't on magic. A lot of them are not uh, on magic. Right? They're 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 a lot more of history. Felix <laughs> just quickly history, history, history. 
I imagine Felix gets that face where he's. <gasps> and just throws like a book back into its place, just like bored. Oh, I mean, you even pull a book off the shelf, he just looks at like the, <laughs> the binds. It's like history, history. Yeah. Possibly something magical. About like 99% of these books are probably on history. Yeah. And anything that is magical, you probably know about. So it's not going to be uh, of, of too much knowledge to you. Unless it's specifically involved with the family. Right. So. I have a feeling that isn't here. <clears throat> so, so you wanted to go now, right? Or did you want to get anyone else? Or... There's no. no need. Okay. Then um, we'll head right in then. And uh, he goes, he basically like sprints over with his webbed feet, just going over to just the door. And he opens it up, holding it open. I walk out. Okay. He basically lets go of the door. I also should point out, Arquin, we are normal people. Mm -hmm. You're just giving us a tour. Understand. Uh, I won't mention anything with uh, uh, the Ash River name or anything. There's a, a few individuals that I can speak to about it because they are in favor of you all. Um, there's exceptionally this... Um, uh, I have a female partner. She is an extremely studious individual. She... It, she currently, though, is uh, in a trance. She's focusing in with Ayun, trying to gain guidance. So she's she's currently unable to uh, come with us on this tour, but she's inside the castle itself, um, down in the study with the with the the. By the way, before I forget, can I roll religion to see if I know anything about, about the god about Ayun? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and roll religion. What'd you roll? <laughs> I gotta get to religion. Give me a second. Ten. Ten. All right. Well, you would know the basics that Ayun is the goddess of knowledge, skill, and prophecy. A lot of um, individuals who like to follow her or revere to her are sages, tacticians, things like that. People who have a lot of mental power. Um, yeah, with a 10, that's all you would learn, essentially. As long as I got the basics. Yeah, you've got the basics. You don't know any relations that are similar or anything like that. I'm glad I at least got the basics. Because I feel like this would be a god I would tend to visit trying to. <laughs> and that would be correct. That would be, information. Uh, that would be Tiamat, right? That's who you're talking about? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, I would like that to visit the shrine of, of I've been talking to Bahamut. For Tiamat. Gotcha. Okay. <clears throat> so, my arm is my life. Going up to the front gate, there's a moment where 
gives a wave to one of the guards that are nearby. It takes him a few moments to get the attention of it. He almost, like, has to hop on his feet, wave up his arms. It seems like he's very specifically looking at a specific guard that's on the parapet, not someone that's just there. And after a few moments, that one gets the attention, gives a salute, goes down. And the gates open, and the side gates open as well. All right. Well, after you, ma'am, it's been a very long time since you've been here, right? Wait, no, I'm giving the tour. I'm giving the tour. I need to take the lead. My apologies. Um, hmm. This is going to be different. Hmm. Maybe we should start with some 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 general places before we go to um, uh, the shocking room. Lead away. He goes through a lot of the castle with you. There's a few moments where he avoids a very specific hallway. He takes a left instead of going straight to get to a specific room. He shows you the study that you used a number of times as a child, as an adolescent who was learning the study. There's neighboring to that room was a disheveled looking um, room that had that has a few broken instruments that seem to have been attempted at repair though they clearly do not have the same luxury or beautiful finesse to them. <clears throat> Going from room to room inside of your old home, there's disheveled rooms that have only been picked up, not fully refined and cleaned and repaired mainly left in the state that they were before, but only more organized. Hmm. Uh, I can, I can, uh, well, those are the main, um, facilities. I can show you, um, your rooms, if, if that's what you, um, would like. Go for it. I wish to see it. This is my old home, after all. Takes you up a flight and getting to um, the second floor, he points you to your old bedroom. When entering, you can see the door itself, you need to push more forcefully to fully open. Seem like there's a bit of a gap that you can still crawl through or like sidle through, but you have to fully push this one open just to get it open. Taking steps into the room, you can tell that you're stepping on shattered glass, broken rubble, destroyed furniture. Your room was left in whatever state it would have been in the destruction of the city. Anything that was paper has grown mildew and withered away into an illegible writing. 
the bed you once stayed on is broken, split down one third. One of the legs completely sh uh, shattered off. The tapestry broken down, hanging. Mm. Any semblance of a bedroom, this room is only a decrepit reminder of what a bedroom would be. Alright. She doesn't say anything. Besides that, I guess. <laughs> Just, like, looks around. Taking the lead. Goes to your father and mother's room. Opening the door. This room is very different than yours in comparison. The ground seems to be repaired. The bed, fully luxurious. Vanity, mirror, replaced. Windows, stale, or um, stable. This room almost looks like it was not touched. And in that moment of kind of like giving the room a look over, Undine exclaims, we put this room back together. And that plays into the shock that I was talking about before. So we can progress to that. It's, All right. It's only around the corner here. All right. Going to around the corner, he is very hesitant at first until he sees another guard walk down the hallway towards him, towards you three. There's a moment of like hesitation where he's almost panicked, and then it softens. Andrew, I didn't realize that you would be inside. My shift is something similar to that. Uh, I've been tasked with making sure that everything inside is up to date. We need to make sure that if, uh, she comes back that the room will be in stable conditions. And who is she? Might uh, I ask? I'm sorry, I didn't realize that you had tour guide, tour, tourists. Uh... It's nothing that you need to worry about, just if, um, we, hmm, We're just tourists, so this should be fine. We're waiting for, uh, Her Majesty to return, return to us. Alright. <clears throat> As he says that, he walks past you, and you can see Undine is... Fish thing. And, uh, of course, I'm wearing my tiara trying to look as regal as possible. <laughs> this guy is as oblivious as a ton of bricks, so he does not pay it. Okay. He does not notice at all uh, with an insight check of two. Okay, uh, I was going to be like, D-O-1. <laughs> 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 
was close. <laughs> but, um... Very hesitantly, Undine continues up the steps, breathing heavier and heavier, getting towards the top. And you would remember this as the staircase to the throne room. Mm -hmm. Going upwards. Is there just going to be a statue of Tiamat where the throne would be? <laughs> <laughs> he gets to the doors. He didn't say no. <laughs> You're right, I didn't say no. <laughs> After you. This is your... This is your room to be, at some point, being the heir. The door is closed, basically. The two wide okay. doors are closed. Okay. She, I guess, braces, like, what's, steals her nerves and straightens her back, walks up, and pushes both doors open at the same time, and beholds whatever it is that awaits. That's what we'll take our Brit. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end! <laughs> yeah, we'll play a fucking 30-minute session just so that way I could tease you. No. Um, opening the door. The entirety of the castle was rather well kept. The halls were maintained... Apart from some of the rooms that you were a part of, or rooms that weren't necessary to the, um... Function to... of the castle? Yes. Um, a lot of it's been maintained. Not perfect, but maintained to a steady state. When you open these doors, this room is immaculate. There's a red carpet drape that goes down from the throne steps up to the front of you. The sides next to them are these marble-esque type of square inlaid settings and tiles that stretch outwards into this roundish room. There's a slight plateau that goes up about 10 feet with spiraling columns five wide on each different side with colored glass in between each individual one or each individual pair. And the room stands fairly large, but none of these catch your glance. Standing at the throne, completely encompassing both chairs, the first step, and the passage behind the thrones, is this orange topaz-like gemstone, completely encompassing a 15 to 20 foot radius area around the throne, and encompassed into the middle of it you see a feminine figure locked in the middle of this topaz. Do I recognize the figure at all? Going up closer to it, these clothes, that face, it's hard to see full depictions through the gemstone-like crystal, but you can't forget your mother's face. You can see she has her hands clasped, the robes that she wore being in her gown. They're slightly ajar. Make... No, you don't need to make something because this is a crystal, so you should be able to see it still. You can see 
another object floating, locked in, a fair distance behind her, near where that other exit is behind, which you would remember as the emergency exit in case of a siege. Man, the exit I used. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see that on the opposing side, but you can't get to it because on this in portion, the entire front is completely encased in topaz-like gemstone. So to see what that object is, you'd have to go around the other side. You uh, tell that's like, whatever it is, it's wrapped in cloth. Mm. I'm going to go look at it. Okay, yeah, you, you go up to it and you get the same sort of depiction. You have to, to ascertain what it is. You're going to have to go around the other side, which means... <laughs> well, the other side meaning you'd have to go from the secret exit upwards towards oh. this entrance. You can't go around this topaz. It's massive and completely encompasses partial walls. It's encompassing the walls, going upwards in like a dome, and completely covers the back wall itself. So basically, if this was the door... This crystal has embedded itself into the walls all around it. Hmm. Interesting. You know who this is? Do I know who this is? This is your mother. It's quite. But why? What happened here? <laughs> I can only imagine that this was her doing all by herself. I've never known. She wasn't an Ash River by birth. That was my father. So they wouldn't keep her here for any reason. Uh, where... Are we standing, like, right next to the crystal? Uh, to inspect further, yes, you would be standing next to it. You're about two steps off the ground, so the crystal between the person in the middle and you, there's still about 15 feet. Can I put my hand up to the crystal? <laughs> yeah, put your hand up okay. to it. It's extremely dense, hard, and strong. Hmm. Uh, uh, it is blocked. I think. I'm sorry, what was that? The doorway behind it. The doorway behind it um, is completely blocked. You'd have to go in from the other entrance to that passage. Um, the doorway behind... The, the only way in there that we have to go elsewhere. Do either of you know where that... We can get to that from? Mm. You would know for sure, Jacqueline. You've taken it once before. You, Your last memory was your father passing you on to your um, uh, advisor yeah, advisor at the bottom of the steps. So yes, you would definitely recall that. I, I do know where that is, but hold on a second. I'm going to make a, a Arcana check. I don't think I have to, because I'm pretty sure this is magic in nature, but, <laughs> but still. Sure, make an Arcana check. It's not to ascertain whether or not this is magical. It's to ascertain if you can see it as magical. If you, like, understand what magic this could be. Either that or I could just 
cast detect magic. <laughs> yeah, that's that's also just going to show you that this is whether or not it's magical. But this, but yeah. doing an Arcana check will give you knowledge if you know what could make this happen. Okay. You can also do both. <laughs> Realistically. Ha. Okay. Uh, thirteen. Thirteen. If this is magic, it would be in relative form to either evocation magic or transmutation. You're not necessarily too sure, but you have no knowledge on what magic it would do to make this. If it was from herself, if it was from someone outside, you can't tell. It's extremely difficult. Undine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you been in here and looked and possibly studied this at all? That's what um, me and my uh, partner did for the longest time. I, we couldn't find anything. And... Is that why she's communing with your goddess? Mm -hmm. We're trying to figure out if there's a way to revert it. That's why her room is in such a manner, and if if there is a way, I mean, she's been trapped like this for ten years. She's been here in this state since the siege. So that's what the main guardsman told me when I first entered as a traveling follower of Ayun, but We haven't found anything. This goes far beyond what our magics are, and we just haven't been able to learn anything. That's why we're seeking guidance by Ayun. Um, I will. Okay. So you don't know how to get to that passage behind it, though? No, we. I, I definitely do. I've gone to the opposing side. There's nothing realistically to see, though, apart from the other thing that's in there and I can't tell what it is. The cloth is barely blocking it. Um yes. I will go up okay, never mind, dude. What were you gonna say, Jack? Uh I'll go up to where the crystal is and I can get into my her I can get into my normal prayer stance mm -hmm. in such a way where moon shadow is in between my forehead and the crystal, right? Yeah. But it's it's touching and everything. Yeah, you can do that. Okay. <clears throat> I don't. I'll try to commune, I guess, using being here. And if that doesn't work, I'll just pray. I don't know. As you commune, you delve into your stance with Corellan and focus on that energy, that prowess, that sense of comfort that you've had with her. And it feels almost amplified. It's extremely easy to focus in on that energy. It's crystal clear and attempting to fall into that trance is almost instant. Um, what were you saying, uh, Felix, to 
uh, Undine. That we now have Jacqueline to possibly identify the item. That's true. Um, she looks like she's communing, though. That's similar to how um, uh, Bernadette does her attention. All right. Well, we'll wait, I suppose. Um, I'm going to take a step back. No offense. Um, so focusing in, you press your mind forwards, and that rush that flows into you when you commune with Corellin washes over you again. You can see the moon form into its crescent shape, that then each individual strands of hair break away from it as Corellin then emerges outwards from the sh uh, strands of hair, fully encompassing and forwards. Is there something you need from me? I have made it home. Found part of what happened, tr what truly happened to my homeland. I want to... And I want to know if you know what has is happening or has happened to my mother encased in crystal. You see her eyes kind of flash in this pale white. The hair curls underneath her feet as you both are just basically floating in a space. Her hands clasped together. You have been a faithful follower of mine. Understanding a few missteps along the path. But you've redirected to your passage and gone right. This magic is something that I know similar to. It's very powerful in nature. It comes from a strong belief of a partner of mine, Ayun having solemn faith in her. This energy can be manifested based off of your own intellect. And that's what your mother has done. She's encased herself with this magic. Is there any way or any reason to Yes, dispel it. Releasing her. That would be the only purpose to breaking it and dispelling it. Your mother's life is gone. She used everything in her power 
to protect you and your father when you fled. So that is why she did it. Had a feeling. <clears throat> Nothing compares to what a mother will do for their young. Um... I, I bow on one knee with whatever, and I just look down, give me, my goddess, give me strength to do what must be done. I will gladly <clears throat> free my mother from her shackles that she has made for herself. That can only be done by the Ashriva family itself. But there's something that I cannot touch. And that is the power that Ayun once held in your mother. There's someone that knows well with what I speak of. A very, very powerful entity in Ayun's following. Seek her in this city, and you'll have an answer. I Very well. I you the strength to find this, but there's nothing more that I can do. <clears throat> I thank you. I go now to carry out this deed. And in that moment, she gives a nod, and her hair coalesces back into the crescent-shaped moon. And you feel that energy flowing underneath your feet as if you're floating towards the earth, impacting directly onto the ground. <coughs> your eyes just kind of flutter open instantly. I will release you as I look at the figure in the crystal. In your general position, in height, in comparison, you can see underneath the hooded portion of her robe, and you can see that there is a very soft smile on her mouth. I nod an acknowledgement and look over to Undine and Felix. Hmm. She seems to be done, Felix. <clears throat> I slowly walk up and uh, look, look Undine in the eyes. Find me, find me the biggest believer of Irun? Ayun? Ayun. Well, I mean, Bernadette's probably the best at that for uh, uh, following Ayun. She's been doing it for well beyond my age. Uh, maybe even more, maybe even yours. I'm not sure. But uh, I can take you to her once she's done... Um, trying to seek guidance from Ayun. Can't really mess with her trance when she's in it. Has some explosive results. Very well. You do not know what this crystal is. I don't. Um, it, other than it being as hard as any gemstone and unbreakable to the touch of any weapons and magic that we have, we, we haven't been able to make a dent. 
It is a full manifestation of your devotion to Ayun. It was done it was done in protection so that me and my father could escape the castle. That's... She covered the exits with her own life force, basically. I am the only one who can release her from this world, but I need Bernadette, potentially. I need a strong follower of Ayu to do so. So her majesty is dead. Yes. You can kind of see he sulks. The pit of his eyes look down, and his entire field of view just kind of fades for a moment. Bernadette will be finished in an hour or two. If Very you, well. If you have friends, I recommend bringing them here. So that way we can establish what needs to be done. I don't know what the steps would be, and I don't know what Bernadette's going to be able to do. But if she's getting guidance from my own, she's going to have the best option of this. So compiling everything that we have... That'll do what we must, I guess. I I can bring I can bring everyone inside and everything. Alright. That is what that is where we shall start then. If you'll take me to those that are gonna be coming in here, I'll be following you for this. Okay. And he just basically follows you. Felix, are you doing anything? Yep. <laughs> so how, who are we all planning to get? I'm gonna go try to get Gopher in here. <laughs> Whoa. It's <laughs> like, first and foremost, we need to know if anyone <laughs> can help with his shit. <laughs> 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 um, and then anyone else who wants to come along too, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Do you have any <clears throat> way... Hmm? You by chance don't have any way of locating them, other than walking around, do you? I, myself? N no. <laughs> Good, because neither do I. Hmm. <laughs> I do know that they stayed on the ship, so maybe best to just start walking back there. I mean, we assume they stayed on the ship. Yeah. <laughs> you know them. Yeah. There is no guarantee they're still there. Yeah. Well. <clears throat> it is still the best place to head to. Might as well. Keep an eye out. Head towards it. Cat. Just wants to sit there. The cat's being a butt. He was clawing at the door, and now he's just sitting at the door now that it's open. Yep, cats will do that. <laughs> he's sharpening his nails. You 
Chunky my, my cat, my cat's like trying to get into my room, and then I'll open the door. They'll see me and be like, "Oh, never mind," yep. Yep. <laughs> and they just That's sit there. Alright, so, so we'll go over to Ryder, Zacharis, and Gopher, considering that you three are walking into the city of Zakara. <laughs> yep. What are the three of you doing? Um, I was going to go to a shop. Right, you're looking for a shop. You can make an investigation check. Yo, right. I will point out, he did specific. Specify magic shop. Yep. 14. 14. Okay, let me get my Google Drive up because I went ahead and I actually made Zakara on a stream with um, <laughs> an individual recording it. special. It was nice. It was fun. Um, okay. So going around searching for magical items, there's a lot of of stalls, buildings being sold, but they're for general goods and utilities, not a lot of magical items. There are some here or there. There's some people selling potions of healing. There's um, a few people that are selling like magical scrolls, but nothing else in comparison to that. Nothing special, really. No, nothing special. Well, then I guess I'll just walk around thinking there's something, but not really nothing. Yeah, no, not really. Enjoy the view. <laughs> Look at the scenery, kids. Look at the scenery. More <laughs> sand, some stone. Ooh, look, there's a bit of marble. Sand. Couple buildings. More sand. Cinnamon rolls. Cinnamon you know. rolls? Yeah, normal. <laughs> the cinnamon rolls in the perfume place are probably the most extravagant. Extravagant. Oh my God. Extravagant. Thank you. I'll buy twenty more cinnamon rolls. Don't tempt me. I will. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch! Don't you waste our money? <laughs> they complained about us. Perfume with more expensive than the cinnamon roll. Twenty cinnamon rolls. <laughs> so yeah. Yes. <clears throat> okay. So then, uh, nothing for me. Then. Well, those two are following you. Oh, so I guess I was just walking around. Eat some. I guess I'll eat like two more cinnamon rolls while I'm walking around. Okay, so now you have um, 13. Um, yeah. Zacharis and Gopher, what are you guys doing with um, keeping a general eye on Ryder? Are you guys still uh, holding hands? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah? What do you think? Obviously. <laughs> Uh, are you dumb? Uh, no, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. <laughs> Sorry. I don't want to ruin this Man. romance for you. I just want to know. Go for it. doing your man, Jacqueline. <laughs> what? Go for, go for how do you unwind? How do you, how do you not be, you know, nervous and stuff? Um, Drunk. Being drunk <laughs> is part of it. That's part of it. Being drunk, you say? Yeah. Just mm. just be drunk half the time. I see. <laughs> Wait, is that a command? It can be so. if you want. Hmm. <laughs> 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 uh, Give me some of the goods. <laughs> uh, I hand over my alchemy jug. 
to Zakaris. Okay. Uh, yeah, he is. If you need a little help with um, whatever is on your mind, I don't know something. Uh, something, something strong. <laughs> Ooh, all right. ever clear. Okay. <laughs> UV blue. <laughs> No, fucking one line of Everclear on the bottom of that. It's just like a fucking <laughs> super paper thin line of Everclear. Ugh, it's tequila. It's tequila. It's tequila. Oh god. Yeah. Oh, so it creates a substantial amount of tequila. Hell yes. <laughs> and no uh, and no lime. Well, we we keep following Jordan as we drink. Who? Who's Jordan? Yep. Or uh, you know, R- Ryder Hopkins, the fucking. <laughs> Schizophrenic elf. His new best friend. Schizophrenic. Oh, he be talking gosh. and walking while eating, a bag- while eating food. Throwing a bagel. Just throwing them everywhere. Bagels. I see if I can hit him with um with wild heart. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking strike him with lightning. Riley. <laughs> throw, um... throw it at him and call it back. So you guys are just following him around. Yeah. Um, uh, drinking heavily. Do we, um, <laughs> what shops do we see around? This you see, area? you don't uh, see anything. You're drunk. Uh, <laughs> you can uh, see yeah. like cloths, um, a few drink stands, uh, some people selling some food. There's Ooh, drinks. Not Damn. a lot of like shops that are buildings themselves. It's a lot of just windowsills and stands that are set up. There's Can't an trust. inn here or there, but apart from that, there's not anything massive in what you want to buy a lot of it's cloth and remedial goods okay um well we'll just keep following jordan since we don't really see anything and i mean fucking a dude i i keep <laughs> I, I look at jordan's fucking face in the thing and i'm like all right jordan <laughs> I, um, we, fucking, we follow Ryder and um who keep uh <laughs> we'll just keep drinking as we go we do absolutely <laughs> Damn. All right. <laughs> uh, then I guess we'll just go over to uh, Jacqueline, uh, Felix, and uh, Undine. So exiting the castle, making your way down towards the main central area. They uh, make a uh, perception check. Sure. Felix, you're carrying us. I hope you know that. <laughs> uh, what did you roll first? <laughs> uh, eight. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Seven. Seven. Okay. <laughs> Leaving. Walking towards the main center area. You see nothing at all. Gopher and Zacharis, both of you relatively now inebriated. Uh-huh. Something is hysterical. There's a walking fish that's walking with two of your friends. It's very <laughs> noticeable, and it's just hysterical. What the, what the fuck? <laughs> Wait, how drunk did we get? Tequila. <laughs> tequila. Yeah, tequila, really. Hick. Tequila. 
Kilo. Kilo. Oh my god. Kilo hits. But you uh, can see Felix and Jacqueline both walking alongside this fish person. I fucking crack up while walking towards them. <laughs> Dude, is that a fish? Dude, is that a fish? Dude, is that a fish? And then Zakaris just turns into a fish. Oh, I could. Tequila. I could. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> oh god. Is there a fish oh, that can drink tequila? <laughs> no, there's every fish you can pour tequila on it. It'll die. Yeah, it, 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 die <laughs> it just goes through its gills and tries yeah. to breathe. <laughs> it, will, it will go for... No, never mind. Man! It'll go, it'll go fish. I, I turned the alchemy jug into fresh water. No, I'm just kidding. You can't, because you've already used it to make tequila. Yeah, yeah no. Pretend no. the tequila's water. <laughs> pretend. Wait. If you pretend hard enough, Wait. it is. <laughs> Anyways. So, Zacharis and Gopher, you both just kind of run up to Jacqueline and Felix with this fish man. Yeah. Do they? Um, I mean, that's what they say. Um, it, oh. it, uh, so, do we see like, this uh, bulldozers coming? You, at you us? definitely can see Gopher running towards you. Uh, Zacharis <laughs> following suit in a slightly inebriated state. <laughs> then we see Gopher in the four hundred round teetling, barreling towards us. Yeah, that, they're doing that drunken sprint where they're like wobbling slightly, <laughs> just running towards like you. Like the attack, that, that, that one that from Attack on Titan. Massive, oh my God. still slightly terrifying. Because <laughs> we don't know. Slightly but... terrifying, it's normal, right? <laughs> this is a normal occurrence. <laughs> yeah, well, still. <laughs> He's more intimidating. Collapses on top of the fish person. <laughs> Oh god. What are you guys doing? Um Ryder, you're off fighting the cinnamon buns. Yeah, pretty much. Have you have you guys seen Ryder? I mean you and Zakaris are <laughs> know where he is. Well I mean, I mean like, you did. Well we did, but we don't know where he is now. True. We got distracted. But <laughs> Still holding hands, by the way. Still holding hands, so you yeah, we're skipping. Yeah, we can't. <laughs> Kim skipping towards my Felix. My imagine that. Imagine that. All that. Imagine too, because the alchemy jug is big, so you would have yeah. needed both of your hands to like <laughs> tilt it. So it's like you guys were sharing this mug yeah. between the two of you. <laughs> This is an uh, odd image. It <laughs> sure is. I think he's taking your man. What's what's it? I ignore him. What's even odder <laughs> is that uh, <laughs> is not that not only yet, not not only are um, Zacharis and Gopher holding hands with the alchemy jug in between them, but we are also walking with a fish man. <laughs> The there city. is no side of this that is normal. <laughs> in, in in a city of sand, basically. Yeah, yeah. The... <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah, 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 I don't think that needed to be established. <laughs> I think it was pretty well established. 
So what are yes, you guys like doing? <laughs> <laughs> not enough skipping. Oh, they're not skipping. Nice. You're in. <laughs> anyway. God damn it. Uh, I will look at both of them, look at the alchemy jug, and be like, "What? Wh what's in there?" By by chance. <laughs> I, I I I hold it in front of Jacqueline to let her smell it. I, I smell it, I guess. It smells like whatever tequila smells like because I've never had tequila, so. It's disgusting smelling. <laughs> it's fucking good. I figured it, I figured it smelled disgusting. It's tequila. If you need yeah. salt to take something, that doesn't sound very good. I, I keep pushing it closer to Jacqueline, trying to make her drink it. I. Out of everyone here, tequila. Um, Jacqueline's the one who could drink the best. Yeah. Yeah, but in this circum in in this very situation, she will not. We have special to be sober for her current uh, affairs. I do. Th I do think I have to. No, I will not partake in this. But you two do need should come with us. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. We'll go wherever you go. <clears throat> you can can. Continue your drinking, I guess. Your recreation, <laughs> if you must. I will. <laughs> Ryder, you can see you can see what the is that? five people uh, leaving. One being a fishman, and then four of them <laughs> being your allies. Uh, I just time out real quick. I just want to point out that this session started out so somber, and now we're here. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's what I was made. <laughs> I've planned it all. I have. I'm a plan. I'm a planner. <laughs> anyway, John's like, gonna murder someone. How do I fix the bumper mood? Oh my god, Big man. <laughs> um. <clears throat> so Rex is sleeping. No, he didn't wake up, right? Nope. So, I woke up, but I'm still tired. Well, oh, yeah, still yeah. Go for what, are you doing anything? Or are you still hanging out? Who, me? Yeah, you. Yeah, oh. he's hanging out because there's no one around to witness. Yeah, so you can carry on to them still. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ryder, what do you do when you see your, your four allies leaving with this first person? I'm going to give that a weird look and say, I'm... Not gonna go near that. Okay. I'm gonna get to you on my own, just doing whatever. Just doing some remedial stuff inside the city. Yeah, are pretty much. Yeah. Are you sure you're on your own? Well, no, you're holding no, hands to your friend. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Say we're doing that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's just give you the idea. Just getting your hair done, going to the spas, getting a bath. Reserve every seat in the hair, like. <laughs> A hair place for nothing. You put your <laughs> coat down to like reserve it. Someone comes by, sits down. <gasps> Anyways, there's, there's a puddle, <laughs> and then I put uh, like, it... so they can, so my imaginary friend can walk out on the puddle. Sad. I was just I was gonna say that. That's sad. <laughs> you put your coat over a mud puddle for him as he crosses the street. Sand puddle. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Zacharis, oh, Felix, Jacqueline, and Gopher. You are escorted back to the castle by this fishman. 
He looks at the two during all this when you guys had initially met as well. So these are your two friends. Yes. Yes. They can introduce themselves if they want. They both seem... I'm Zacharis. Uh, I'm Golf. Go, 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 golf. Go, 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 I'm go, go, golf. Well, they're both... Right. <laughs> That's good. My name is Undine Aqua. Um, it seems that the pair of you look like you could use some Aqua. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to stop drinking I'm going, anytime to, I'm going to bring you back going back to the castle at this point gets in through the gate gate drawbridge well not drawbridge but the two inner lined gates open up he brings you straight outside of the castle doors did you want to go to the back entrance way, or did you want to go straight back to the throne? We still have some time before Bernadette finishes her communal. Would it would it be uh, considered um, would it be interrupting her if we went to the study instead? To be there with the communal, yes. It would. Yes, it's okay. solidarity is a big step in the communing process. Alright. Then, uh... Throne room, I guess? Okay. Understood. Um... I'll bring you there, then. So he... Uh... Zacharis and Gover. This place looks very dapper. Um... It's a little bit of some wear and tear in the hallways. But you start heading up these illustrious steps and getting up to the top there's two doors that are wide open with a very large orange topaz like gemstone go for you immediately have this like stupor that knocks you out of your inebriated mind and you see the image of that womanly figure inside the orange topaz like your memory like those visions that you've had um, you're currently standing outside of the room. Okay. I can... Mm. I'll go into the room. Okay. Anybody else following? Me? I mean, <laughs> we, we, were, we were already going in. Yeah. Basically... Yeah. In, my, in, my, in my dreams, I'm following them. <laughs> <laughs> At the back of the room. as well. Put my cement on. Gopher follows at the end of the group being the one to stop, question, and then go. Go, go, go. <laughs> you okay, Gopher? Um. When you look back and ask this, Gopher is on his knees, coughing, wheezing, gasping for air. Gopher, the moment you took a step into this room, your entire body began to convulse. Your heart rate is pumping into your head. You can't breathe. Your hands are clasped directly under the floor. Your body is sweating and you can feel the veins bursting into your arms, just digging. 
everyone can see this as he's gasping for air, unable to I'm do gonna anything. Head over and do a medicine check. Okay, make a medicine check. Eight. Eight. Uh, he looks fine. Um, looks like he he's like <laughs> kind of coughing up something. Maybe he got like a piece of food stuck in his throat, so you might need to do the Heimlich. Um, no, he's all definitely he's definitely something is causing this to him. You can't tell what. You don't know why, but something is causing his body to break down like this. You can easily tell that he's not getting air. I move to... I motion to... I motion to Zakaris. Screw it. And to help... Basically t tell him to help me uh, drag Gopher out of the room. Okay. He, he cannot... Nice. He apparently cannot be in here for reasons. Dragging Gopher out. Gopher, the moment that you kind of leave that room, you take in a long, deep gas, just... And you fall unconscious. Okay, perfect. I'm using <laughs> healing light. I drank too perfect. much. I drank too much. I'm giving him 4d6 health. 4d6 health? Okay. Yep. Joke's on you, I only have 4d4 temporary health. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is <laughs> nine. You receive nine points of healing. That does not go up from your maximum. You didn't lose any from this effect. However, you can feel that pulse still emanating in your head, just that. And your body is feeling tense, much like when you sleep and have those terrible visions that sucks away your life force. Your body is feeling ex and experiencing the same ache and agony. Your maximum <clears throat> hit points do reduce by one. Okay. Um. Again. I, who's around me right now? Is uh, Jack on Zakaris right now, or is it everybody? Well, you're unconscious. Oh, okay. Well, fuck. Um, the healing did not seem to bring him back to consciousness. No, okay. All right. Oh, shit. All right. He dead. Well, he dead. I'm, I'm, I'm unconscious on the floor, guys. Again, immediately just turns. What the hell was that? That's... Don't know. This is a comrade of Oz that I specifically wanted to meet you and potentially Bernadette when she is ready. He's been cursed by what we can assume to be a, a hag, but a little more than that. And apparently this curse might have a negative effect to whatever energy is in that room currently. Okay. Um, 
there's something, there's something there. Something's right there. I wish I knew as much. Uh, mm. Are either of you able to sense divine nature? No, just, just like presence, I guess, or or a spell to to sense it. I don't, I don't. I can divine magic. I can detect magic. Mm. Uh, they aren't. They aren't exactly natural. So I, I'm kind of out of my element here. I mean, you could, you could try. I guess. I don't. Mm. There's something. It's right there, and just for some reason can't remember. It's. It's something. It's right. There. Can you do anything other than detect magic, Jacqueline? No. I have protection, but not. I cannot detect uh, divine anything. Don't you have. Uh... What does your paladin give you? Give what? Doesn't your paladin do something? Uh, at level three, I get for my oath. I can I get like detect good and evil and all that shit. But right now, I don't have a spell that does that. I thought divine sense was a. Uh, is it divine sense? Do I have? Um, I don't actually. I don't actually. So, uh, if he has that, it's typically undead unless specified. Hmm. I think I if I think I might get that later. I'm unsure. I don't have a book. <laughs> I can I can look it up real quick. I clicked the wrong thing. Sure sense, the presence of strong evil registers in your senses, like a noxious odor. As an action, you can open your awareness to detect such forces. Until the end of the turn, you know the location of any celestial, fiend, or undead within 60 feet. You know of the type, but not its identity. Within the same radius, you also detect the presence of any place or object that has been consecrated or desecrated, as with the hollow spell. Okay, that told us what Divine Sense is. Yeah, you have Divine Sense. I do? Oh yeah, it's like second level. It's actually, uh, I think it's actually first level. Yeah, okay. it's first level. I guess then whatever I have to do to but. use that, I will, <laughs> if it'll help. Okay. I mean, you can. Yeah, you could. From what Tyler said, you could sense good or evil. Mm. All of the other stuff isn't going to help you in this scenario. Any place. Okay. Okay. Focusing, clasping your hands, taking in this breath, realizing that you had something that you completely had forgotten about, <clears throat> that you can use uh, five times or four times per day, washes out from you, and this immediate hit, it's like getting hit by an extreme force. The boundary of the room is completely coated in a consecrated 
hollowed magic, almost divine in nature, completely devoid of any blemishes that retains its glamour, protects it from all sorts of wear and exterior forces. The place in front of you is divine. And it, and it, it I, starts right before, it starts right after the doors. And if I look at Gopher, I don't notice anything? Um, From him? You can notice that he has desecration. Oh, There's this, this pulse. Like, it only lasts for like six seconds, your divine sense. But within those, you can feel a pulsing heartbeat that has this desecration to it. Well, And you've tried I this can... before. Oh. You've tried this before on him, and it, it did not have that before. Interesting. Apparently, first, uh, I found the room in front of us is hollowed ground, basically. It was consecrated by who I can only assume is my mother. And unfortunately, the man on the floor at our feet right now has been desecrated by an entity unknown. Is there okay. anything we can do? Uh, that is... I... I do not know that information. Then it's my turn. I step into the room. Or er, hang on. If I ritual cast, do I have to roll wild magic? Yes. Okay. I just log into the room and I cast detect magic. Casting detect away magic. Away from everyone. Away from everyone. Okay, roll wild magic. I'm good. Cobble. You're good? Yeah. Okay. 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 I assume my world just lit up like a light bulb because I'm in the stone room. <clears throat> you expect this. And oddly, the only thing that lights up is those outside the room with their magical items and things like that. And an extreme amount of divine energy of divination magic coming from the topaz crystal. The ground has nothing. What about Gopher? Wait, what? Gopher still has, um, he has that black tendrily kind of flow that goes upwards to his neck. But this time you can see a pit in his chest that pulsates with hearts with a heartbeat. Kind of, I get a slightly closer look at it. Closer look at Gopher. Yeah. Uh, looking at him like an autopsy. Um, the pulsating heart seems to have like those black tendrils interlaced, going upwards towards his head, <coughs> and. It's very heavily necromantic. 
it, with every pump, you can almost see the black veins moving upwards even more and more. They're specifically, like, going towards his head? They, they're expanding outwards. Okay. I'll relay that. Yeah, anything to say. Yeah, Jacqueline and Zacharis, you both hear this. Well, the pit in his chest is new. <laughs> that much I can tell you. I think. <laughs> it's definitely new. I look at the fish man. Did that help you at all? Well, knowing that that land over there is consecrated, but not by magic, or at least not what I know as magic, that changes a few things. If it's having a direct effect with him, then I would imagine that there's something coexisting there. Possibly... Killing him? I'm 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 not too. I've never seen something like this. Uh, I would have to ask Bernadette, but um, so he has he has a curse on him that's killing him slowly, right? Yes, pretty much. Have you looked into possession, like being possessed or? We have. It's not that. You have? Well, we don't think it is. it's possession anyway. Have you been to other and planes? Even if it was possession, we can't really do anything about it, so... Well, there's actually least... several ways to get rid of possession, but if he's traveled beyond planes and still had this, then it's not possession. That's the easiest way to break through a possession, is changing from locations that the other can't access. All right, let's do it! <laughs> He's already been to the Feywild and didn't help anyone. Oh, yeah, that's right. And whatever this is, if he's got this effect when stepping into that room, that's consecrated, so he might have been desecrated. I said that. You did. Yeah. I was saying it more professionally. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, okay. I'm going based off of my knowledge of how the art, the, the d divine magic form works. But as a result, you should be able to notice that with detecting magics and <laughs> things like that. You should be able to see it kind of rise up. But we didn't spot anything other than the nature coming from the gemstone. Is there oh. any way to? Which reminds the curse, me, like the gemstones were giving oh. off divination magic. Okay, so as you both were talking, exactly. What were you saying, Zakaris? <laughs> Is there any way that we can take the curse, sort of like a hawk potato? And what did you say, uh, Felix? Mentioning the crystals, they they were giving off divination magic. Hmm. 
Right. No, we noticed about the the crystal having having that divination magic. Um, and it was extreme, just a volume of it. Moving a curse from person to person requires a very powerful ritual. However, similarly, you can dispel it in the same form of ritual, if not actually a little bit less, because you can just destroy it rather than have to move it. Um, Bernadette is much more capable in rituals. She may know of a way to do this and the actual components need necessary for it. Whatever it is, we can't have him going into that room, otherwise he will most likely die. Right? We can, we can establish that. We have established that, yes. So then we will wait elsewhere for Bernadette. He's still unconscious, but he's breathing, and his breathing is stable. Why don't we just wait here? We could. We could just wait for Bernadette. I can go grab her when she's complete, wait outside the study like a sad dog, but I can wait outside and grab her. I Do think that. that's going to be easiest than trying to move him. We'll stay here with him. He is the strongest of us. Then we will wait here. Alright. Oh, wait. Actually, uh, I... I should remember where the my parents' bedroom was, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, okay. I will actually make my way over there. Okay. Anyone else doing anything? Or are you guys both staying over with uh, Gopher? I'll yeah, follow her. Make sure someone, or at least somewhat together. Okay. So you two make your way towards your parents' abode. You are standing outside the door, opening it up. It looks the same as it was before. Okay. Um, what do I have to do to do like a a search for like in drawers and underneath stuff and whatever to find anything out of the ordinary investigation. investigation. Mm -hmm. All right. <clears throat> Oops. Investigation is intelligence. Uh, 14, 14. Um, you're looking, looking for any, you're looking for like hidden things or I'm looking for anything that might be something that I wouldn't think I would find in my parents' bedroom. Okay, something out of the ordinary. Yeah. Okay. You look around. You look underneath the bed, cushions, pillows. Look into the drawers. Look underneath the drawers. Also looking inside the drawers, up against the tops. You're not finding anything. You check behind the curtains. Uh, no magic tricks. There's nothing of value here, though. There's no jewelry. You're do I see any magic? Uh, with detect magic, you do not. There's no magic in here. Okay. Um, but there's no jewelry. There's nothing of value in this room, apart from the design of the room itself. But there's no jewelry, no wedding ring that you know your mother frequently wore. That's all I want to do in here. <laughs> all right. Just look, just investigate a little bit. 
Uh, I go back to Undine. Uh, Undine, go for Zakaris. Yeah. Undine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You you helped fix up um the king and queen's quarters, yes? I did, yes. Um when uh preserving what I could, I searched vigorously for their room and that's when they I um that's when I later found out about um the your mother. So I spoke with a number of my friends and we all agreed to tidy up the room in case she ever does come to. Hmm. Did you... No, sorry, I was going to ask if there was something that you needed because of that. Did you find... What did you find when cleaning up? Well, we found found her journal. It was badly damaged, but we found her journal with a few very far past entries. It was ransacked to pieces, though. We were, there, there was no valuables. Everything was destroyed. It, in reality, getting anything to preserve from your parents' room was nearly impossible. Everything in it was nearly destroyed. All right. She just turns around and just starts, like, idly pacing, lost in her own thoughts <laughs> at that point. And then we wait. <laughs> yeah. Undine just kind of, like, sits off to the side, lets out a tuft of air. So, Ryder. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing in the city? Shit. Um, <laughs> shit. I, mean, I was you looking. Might I was, have to. You yeah, he's taking a, a lot shit. Of cinnamon rolls. <laughs> uh, I can have, probably say I probably finished most of it by now. <laughs> uh, I've eaten fifteen cinnamon rolls by myself. I don't know. Okay, since I'm doing something, um, I want to look for something unique, like unique shops in the area, like how we found that perfume place. Okay. Go ahead and make an investigation. Investigation or um, uh, persuasion for asking around. Oh, okay. And then, fuck, what's my persuasion? Probably higher than your uh, probably higher than your investigation. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> it is. Uh, okay, 19. Okay. You can tell that there's an interestingly um, well-off building. It has what looks to be like a sign out towards the front of it that has a lion's head cupping what looks to be um, uh, a bowl, just completely crushing it in its maw. There's no title to it, it's just an image. But on the inside, you can see a number of very well-created furniture. Stools, beds, uh, tables. Everything inside of it looks to be luxurious and very well-crafted um, modes of furnishing. 
finish. So, hmm. Alright, well. Another that you can see is somewhat down the road, not um, as luxurious, but uh -huh. it's still well off. It's a building, which while others are all stalls, that's quite the luxury. It doesn't have a title, but you can tell that what it is is it's a butcher. It has displayed off meats, drying, getting sand coated, adds to the texture and flavor. This is where we learn that the sand is all salt. <laughs> the entire Disney Desert's just salt. Oh god. <laughs> it's actually just all sugar every time you cross it. Every time you what cross was it, you just again, it was, uh, What was the first place? You said it was uh, um, furniture? Furniture, yeah. It was like a it was like a lion's head crushing a bowl. Okay. Uh why not? Check out and let's go check it out in there. Alright, yeah, there. entering, there's a lot of people, there's, um, a varying different, um, economic standing, but there's a lot going on here, is there anything specific that you're looking for, because if you get lost in it, it's gonna be like walking in Ikea. Ah, uh, that's, that's another good question, uh. Are you looking for chair. a yeah. chair? Yeah, look, let's look for a chair. There's a number of nice chairs. There's some that are dark ebony woods. Um, some of them are fully. Right. Here's uh, the paired. one. Any that made of mahogany. <laughs> yes, actually, there's a very nice, elegant mahogany chair that has a red seat to it. It has a back that, in of itself, has like a crowned, stable kind of neck rest that it looks like it has. It's just crowned upwards. And yeah, it's. That's it's there. It's getting a lot of looks from tons of the different patrons. Oh no, my mahogany! <laughs> mahogany. Mahogany. Uh, is there a price tag on it? There's not a price tag. Hmm. But there's a number of workers. You can tell they're wearing aprons, all with the same lion head logo on it. Seems to be like a brand. What other furniture can they place chairs? A desk, I guess. Hmm. Can I can I recall what was in like the back room, <laughs> in the on the ship? A table and a chair. Okay. A table, a chair, and a bunch of other people's stuff. Oh, and um, that elven man's books. <laughs> I don't know how much he wants us back anymore. <laughs> I think he those books were on the were the last thing on his mind. I forget, it's too much work to carry them all back anyways. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was like, you know, them in your back of holding? What's your plan here? Especially, especially when I don't have my fly spell up. <laughs> so, fuck it, I'm gonna go to that butcher. <laughs> okay. Uh, Alright, so, what's there? Um, you go to the butcher and he's just got a lot of meat. Nothing okay. super unique, super special, but they're all very well cut. Um, there's some that, uh, are of sirloin, a few um, brain, tongue, what you're looking for mainly. What's that? What's my favorite meat? <laughs> it's salmon. 
Yep. There's salmon. <laughs> there is salmon. Alright, I want that. Okay. How much for a pound? A pound of salmon's gonna run you about... Let's say five gold. I'll take it. <laughs> and I hand him the five gold. Okay. He just looks at you. Takes the gold. Doesn't blink. There... Slides the salmon forwards. Is there something on my face? No. You asked for gold. You asked for salmon. Okay. Here's your salmon. Thank you. I open it up. Looks like salmon. Good. What to say? Okay. Thank you. I put it in the bag and I walk out. Thank you. <laughs> I'm looking at Mason and he's like, "The fuck was that?" Like it's salmon, okay? <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna go over to because uh, we're running pretty late. We're gonna go back over to the group inside the castle. Good. Because <laughs> I. I I don't mean anything. You could have just said nothing. Online. You could have just said nothing. You didn't have to do anything. I was just asking. You asked, so I had to do it for the audience. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Moving on. Those that are inside the castle, some time passes, about an hour and a half pass, and you can see a gnomish woman is brought towards you. She stands at about three foot six so very short her um physique is that of someone that you would most assume would be a gnome's physique nothing too strong nothing too frail just resilient in their stature very dense creatures not mentally just physically So you're the you're, you're the ones that have the friend who's who's dying. Yes, I, I just point that gopher on the ground. That's him. What? Come out of commuting and I see all this. Converse notes. First of all, as you all know, I was talking to Ayun, blessed be, and I was seeking to understand something with this crystal. And she informed me with her stature and her all encompassing knowledge and wisdom that I need someone of their kin. So we were messed, but luckily we have Madam Ash River here, right? You're, you're Jacqueline Ash River. I'm gonna assume it's not the tiefling man over there, the one that's dying on the floor man there, and then this bandaged man here. And it's definitely totally not him. Me. Totally me. Well, then you best me. Anyways, so we needed you. Got him. We need you for two reasons. Mm -hmm. You'll be able to save him by I... doing both. Oh. All right. The ritual used to 
break this seal and rescue your mother, which I have just blows my mind that you are even of the same kin. <laughs> Ow. That ritual is very reminiscent of his desecration? Desecration. So, the issue is we don't have the materials to do it. We have the materials to rescue your mother, but we don't have the materials to rescue him. And if we don't do both at the same time, you can only do one. Ah. All right. How to do it is an issue. Bayoun informed me that the followers of hers, this magic is something beyond magic. It's just classified as it because there's not really a classification for it. It's devotion. It's manifestation of devotion. As a result, it's created this sanctum area, the consecration. To do the ritual, we need something extremely rare. And unfortunately, we don't have the very thing. Your mother was saving it in case of emergency. Being a follower of Ayun, she knows what it would take. And we don't have the other one. So now we're missing potentially two options. Mm. You were young, right? I wasn't a part of the city when everything went down, but from what I was told by my fishy friend here, it, it's Undine. Yeah, yeah. Un, un, undying Aqua Fina. Anyways. Your mother and your father were engaged. And when they were using the rings for their engagement, before their wedding, they involved something extremely rare. Your father involved no expense, especially because of how much it meant to your mother being a follower of Ayun before everything took place. Your father and your mother both had rings with a very peculiar stone. This stone is comprised of the five basic gemstones, not manufactured, completed raw material. It's an omni stone. It has a diamond grown as an emerald, also grown ruby, sapphire, and topaz, all grown into the same rock. Very, very rare to find, and your father paid no expense for the two rings to be identical. Mm. That stone is required for the ritual to save your friend. To break mm. desecration like that, with just devotion by itself, it requires this stone. 
Alternatively, if we had either of the stones, well, not alternatively, on the plus side, if we had one of either of these two stones, then we could do it. The difficulty is those two stones could be anywhere. We can either find them underground somewhere, which I have very little hope for, find your father if he is alive with his ring, or we find your mother's ring that was stolen during the raid. Mm. I don't know where any of those three are, and your friend is at grave risk, because the moment he stepped forwards into the consecration, it <laughs> compounded with desecration that's in him. And as a result of that, he's going to die faster. Ah. It's like a reagent, something bound to him. It's rapid. It's rapidly going now. Going to try to complete whatever it's doing rather than prolong it. So if we don't do something soon, your friend's going to perish. Consecration was a catalyst. Yes, All right. I guess. I don't know what the magic was that was used in this. I would have to commune with Ayun to figure that one out. And I don't think that she would be very kind of me to break out asking so many questions with as little to give back. So, I have to wait on that fact, and by the time I learn, it'll probably be too late. Sorry if I'm seeming a little anxious. I just got back out of my eight-hour commuting session to learn a question. And then I'm bombarded with more questions regarding that answer. Okay, that tends to be how it goes with our group. We find one answer and it leads to 20 <laughs> more questions. Oh. Great. Yeah, not fun. So the decision's yours. But whatever you decide, if you want to save your friend, you need to find one of these Omni Stones. Either find your father, or find where your mother's ring went. Or find where your father's ring went. I don't know if he still has it. I don't know if he even is alive. We didn't find his body during the raid, so we, some of us assumed that he lived, but others think that he was just taken and then killed somewhere else. Well... We must find these rings, and we're not going to do it standing here. <clears throat> Thank you for your... Ah. Fortunately, we have no... Also, we have no leads to finding them. Orcs? I mean, that's that's the best option that I found in trying to find one of these Omni Stones. It wasn't necessarily something I was looking for, so I didn't ask. But the raid was involved with these orcs, so... They took anything that looked fancy. That's why our room was gone. The, the one ring that I got with Mr. Ryder. Mm -hmm. Can I take a look at it? Sure. Is it in any way, shape, or form what we're looking for? Not even remotely. It's a gold band with diamond right. dust on it. <laughs> Nice. Nice. <laughs> Made in a city a good few thousand miles away. 
Well, do we have any leads on where the orcs are? We haven't gone looking. Because going looking for a fight with orcs is a fool's errand. We can assume wherever they are, they're high in the air. At least high up from sea level. So somewhere south or somewhere east. We don't know which because we assume that they're in mountains considering these types of orcs. They're very... They're, they're relentless. They have this, like, storm's energy about them. Great. So again, they're in the mountains to the east, or they're in the mountains to the south. I doubt that they would travel anywhere beyond this continent. That is a best and worst place to start. Best because it's our only lead, worst because of orcs. Worst because it's also our only lead. It's not yes. a good lead. Worst because no. also it, we can't travel easily. Something I could do if you gave me some necessary resources. I can try to focus in on this this the this orcish man the 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 ringleader of them we'll call him for two obvious reasons if I can find the location of him then that'll separate the two at least between mountains mountains I hope it's not the ones to the east, because those are expansive, but... Could you by chance focus and look for the rings? I could, but finding specifically the ring isn't going to necessarily help us with... I guess. Because, I mean, if the ring just happens to be, you know down a drain or something, it's a lot better than going and picking a fight with a bunch of orcs. Okay. Then I'll, 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 I'll focus on the father's ring, or should I do the mother's ring? Do mother's ring. Okay. And if it tells us that she's wearing it currently, I'm going to be a little upset. No, she's not. We went and looked and... Well, I mean, we weren't looking for it, but we did know that she was not wearing her engagement ring or her wedding ring when clasped in her position. So her ring is gone. That's how we knew that it was taken to begin with. Okay, then look. Yes, look for Mother's ring. Okay. Now we need the steps to get to that point. For me to do that, I need something that's extremely valuable and precious. I need a mirror or an orb, or something that's nearly a thousand gold pieces. We gotta go find Ryder. <laughs> and that's where we're going to cut this with that comment, I think. That is perfect, considering how long the thing was going. I didn't realize how long we were going. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This was an interesting episode, and I'm glad we finally got to the city of Zakara because I've been fucking sitting on this for like 
eight months. Eight years. <laughs> I've been sitting on this since I told Jake about my plans with Zakara. <laughs> <laughs> Long fucking time ago. So, thank you everyone so much for listening. This is fun. And we'll see you again on another Miserable Adventure. Ciao. Bye.